and welcome to episode 49 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I am your co-host, Sharla. And I'm Sarah. And we don't have Heather today. <laughs> don't feel too bad because she's at Aulani in Hawaii. So <laughs> she's having a uh, vacation and it looks fantastic. So and we are not jealous. No, 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 not at all. At, Except that all. we are a lot jealous, but... Yeah. So she's been posting um, some uh, Instagram stories and Facebook stories and videos. So if you have any questions about Alani while she's there, um, let her know in the comments and we'll make sure she sees it in case uh, she doesn't see it. But she's been doing a good job of kind of being our on-scene reporter for Alani right now. So <laughs> um, it's so beautiful there. So. I mean, yeah. I, I miss her, but I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't come come home. Yeah. <laughs> right? I wouldn't. I know. Yeah. So um, we... Oh, hang on. You can follow our Instagram and our Facebook. Uh, Instagram is at Diz Park Princess and Facebook is facebook.com slash Diz Park Princess. So you can follow along with her trip. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been doing a good job of posting that. So, um, well, this week we're going to um, do finish our series on getting to know us with Sarah. I'm going to interview Sarah this week. We had uh, promised you last week that we were going to have a special guest on, but our wires got crossed. So we'll have her on again soon. Um, I know I'm a, I'm a sad substitute for AJ. I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, we're, we're going to just finish this uh, get to know you series now, and then we'll have AJ on soon. I'm sure. But yes. uh, we, uh, we got our calendars mixed up, so no big deal, but we'll have her on soon and she'll talk about, all about the food at Galaxy's Edge and Disney's Food and Wine Festival and all that stuff. So, but first we're going to talk about some Disney news that's going on. And the biggest news right now is there's a hurricane sort of, and it might veer off, but it might not. <laughs> well, there's definitely a hurricane, but it's yes. just not a hurricane that's necessarily going to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yes. So um, as of this recording on Tuesday, um, the parks are going to close at 3 p.m. today. So we don't, when, the, when you listen to this on Wednesday, we don't know if the parks are going to be open or not. So for the most timely information, uh, just visit DisneyWorld.com or if you're Flying in and out of the airport, visit um, mcoairport.com on, or on their social media pages. They're posting everything on that, too. So um, they're yeah. going to have the most timely information because you're going to listen to this a day after we are. Exactly. And Dorian keeps changing. It was a Category 5 um, hurricane, which is the, as far as I know, the highest, largest category that, you know, a hurricane can be. It was, you know, catastrophic. Then it dropped down a little bit. And now I've just literally received an alert on my phone that it is growing again. And it is moving so slow. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even handle it. It's moving so slow. It's been sitting in one place basically for 24 hours. So the Bahamas, uh, the Northern Bahamas are just being pummeled. Um, yeah. you know. And that's, that's terrible for them. Um, but the good news for Disney fans, I guess, not to sound callous or anything, but the um, our thoughts or prayers are with everybody in the Caribbean because it's all bad. But <sighs> Disney uh, Cruise Line did post that Keswick Key is just fine, mi some minor damage. And all of the cast members and people that live on the island are, they sheltered in the storm shelter for a few hours and then they were able to get out of the shelter and assess the damage. It is not, it's not really very bad at all. So if anything. Yeah. Which is so funny because I have been watching social media over the last few days and it, I have seen everything from um, 
that the the Disney fantasy stopped at Castaway Key and rescued the cast members to, mm-hmm. oh, they tried to rescue the cast members and couldn't. And they got, you know, no, the cast members are fine. <laughs> they, they have a storm shelter. Um, you know, they did not attempt to rescue them and fail. None of that happened. Uh, Disney Cruise Line, you know, issued the news, you know, that they are perfectly fine. The island is, you know, okay. Uh, yeah. And so this is just a little, you know, why you should only get news from official sources. <laughs> Don't believe everything you see on Facebook. Just a little advice from us to you. Exactly. <laughs> um, they have been tying down the... Um, some of the signs at Walt Disney World, and I've seen some pictures of that, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But, you know, for the most part, they're just, everything that's there is built to just bear the winds. So they're not yeah. going to yeah. do it. There's do definitely hurricane there. prep underway, you know, yeah. um, lounge chairs and things like that along the pool being, you know, anything that could get picked up and thrown, you know, um, Disney World is doing their best to secure, but it's, you know pretty much business as usual to some degree, although uh-huh. park hours and eliminations, I think was canceled last night and uh, some things like that, but yeah. So that's, that's that news. But again, you know, trust the official sources, not just random Facebook posts that you see. Yeah. Um, so especially if it starts with my friend is a cast member. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's, Let's talk about, let's continue to talk about weather, but in a different sense. Um, The queue at Slinky Dog Dash, since it opened last year, has been just plain brutal (laughs) with sun and heat and all of that. So, Sarah, tell them what happened this week. This is exciting. Oh, say hallelujah. Hallelujah, (laughs) hallelujah, hallelujah, because it is finally getting shade. They finally built some shade protection into the Slinky Dog Dash line. And as an Irish and Scottish girl, I am excited about this because I, I cannot stand outside in the sun for, you know, whatever the crazy long wait time is at Slinky Dog Dash. And you literally, previous to this, there was, you did not get shade until you were practically on the ride. And with wait times being what they are for that attraction, this is much needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really, it it looks like it's going to be a really good addition. So um, we are going to see it in three weeks from today. So we'll we'll report back. Um, Okay. And then the next thing is Star Tours is getting a new scene. And this is pretty cool. It's opening at Disneyland Paris first, mm-hmm. and then it will open in uh, the U.S. parks soon after. But it's going to coincide with the new uh, Rise of Skywalker movie that comes out in December, episode nine of Rise of Sc- of the Star Wars numbered things. There's you know the movies that are not numbered like Rogue One and Solo, but um, anyway, so it's there. Star Tours is going to get a new scene, so that should be pretty fun to see. Yeah, I love that they do this. I love that this is one of the new things that they can do is really take what is, you know, a slightly dated attraction. Star Tours has been around for a very long time, um, but, you know, with upgrades and refurbishments and things and and all the new movies, you know, push of a button and boom, new scene. They don't have to take the ride down for any reason. They don't have to, you know, uh, there's no prolonged sort of changeover. Um, It's just great. They can add a new scene and it's like a whole new ride. Yeah, I love that because it's, so helpful, especially with the uh, ones with longer lines such as this or even the new uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. They're going to be able to change it really easily, it sounds really like. Really easily, yeah. And uh, they can do it with Guardians of the Galaxy they're at Disneyland. They're doing that with their Halloween evenings. It just 
from day to night, they're switch they're switching it up to the scenes. Mm-hmm. They can do it with Toy Story Movie Mania. So this is a good technology, and I'm excited about this for Star Tours. So now, Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't picture. I scream so loud on that ride. I I can't. <laughs> Charlotte can vouch for this because she wrote it with me last week. I scream so loud on this ride. I can't even imagine that like a quote unquote scary version yeah. of it because I'm the biggest chicken on the planet. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. I I haven't seen it either the nighttime one, but I've heard it's amazing. So, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so well, speaking of uh, Star Wars and Galaxy's Edge, there has been some controversy this week with the. Cute little Coke bottles that uh, you get at, um, that you can buy at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, TSA has, they banned them and then they didn't ban them. Or again, we're not sure the official thing, but we were hearing that they banned them. And then TSA has now said officially, they're not banned. They are create, they're treated as oversized liquids. So if you have the round Coke bottles that are unopened, you can put them in your checked luggage. And the opened ones that you have finished and are just taken home as a souvenir, you can bring in your carry-on. But it, it can be brought with TSA. Um, just has to be either in your bag, in your checked bag, or in a carry-on empty. Yeah, and I, I mean, again, this is don't don't believe everything you read on Facebook. But I did see someplace where at TSA, you know, somebody was saying, oh, they were concerned that they were thermal detonators, which is not yeah. a real thing that's not an actual weapon and yet somehow i kind of believe that yeah. <laughs> but you know i mean hey. they're very they are very cute i mean they're i can cute. Yeah. i could see why if you hadn't seen them maybe you'd be confused if you're yeah i can tape it you know i can totally see some poor tsa agents seeing that <laughs> on the x-ray for the first time and being like what the heck <laughs> you know yeah. but but yes it's um but they're very cute coke bottles i think yeah. they're adorable and i'm kicking myself that i did not buy one for my coke collection um when i was down there but i will in three weeks all right so, it's yes. we're adding it to the list <laughs> of all the things that i need make, to yeah make charlotte get a, a coke bottle while she's there to add to her quite extensive coca-cola collection for those of you who don't know yeah. uh, so it, it for, for my no i have no room for new salt and pepper shakers it's- or new uh coke bottles or anything but well, but but you have new salt and pepper shakers too, and they're shoved into the corner on my shelf. <laughs> I did. I bought I bought these cute, really adorable um, seagulls from Finding Nemo uh, salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> and uh, the reason that I bought them, they don't fit with the rest of the theme of my salt and pepper shakers. But the reason I bought them is one of them has an open mouth, so the pepper or salt comes out of its mouth, and I think that's really adorable. <laughs> But really, the reason that she bought them is she looked at me and said, okay, be me. And Charlotte's usually the one saying, like, making the argument as to why we don't need to buy something. And so I did my very best, and I feel extremely accurate, Charlotte, impression. And she looks at me and goes, okay, I don't like me. Be you. (laughs) (laughs) And she bought the salt and pepper shakers. I did buy them. Yes. Um, Heather always tells me, don't let me buy anything. And then when I say don't buy it, then she gets mad at me. So I know. But last time she said that to you and you said, nope, I'm not going to do it. But then you did it anyway. So I know. So anyway, because thanks to Sarah for not doing a good job of being me. I had, I bought myself. <laughs> but they're very cute. And well, they I, do- I did a very good job of being you. You just realized what it felt like to be on the receiving end of it and didn't like it. <laughs> As usual. Okay. Um, I think that is all for our news this week. So 
all with- Hurricane Dorian all the time. And and for those of you who are um, in the path, which includes, you know, my parents, by the way, um, you know, I, we don't know where the storm is going. And if it's going towards you, um, our thoughts and our prayers are with you and our, our best hopes and pixie dust and good thoughts and, and all of that stuff. So stay safe, make good decisions, you know, um, evacuate if they tell you to evacuate and um, all that good stuff. So. Okay. Um, well, we're going to move on to our main topic this week, which is all about Sarah. Um, <laughs> Sarah has been arguing that she doesn't need to do this because I know that a lot of our listeners came from her former podcast, but we have not a lot of new listeners, so yeah. we're making her do it anyway. And <laughs> even if you feel like you know Sarah, you probably don't because these are some good questions about her childhood and some Disney good hard hitting journalistic questions yeah. written by you know me yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go through them and um get to know sarah a little bit better so all right so are you ready sarah do your worst katie couric bring it all right all right all right what was your when was your first visit to a disney park so okay my the first visit that i remember and it's possible that my parents may call me a liar when they hear this but the one that I remember being my first visit is I was in sixth grade and it was Christmas day and my dad, I guess, had gotten some type of bonus or something like that. And so my mother literally on Christmas day decided, I think we should go to Disney world tomorrow. (laughs) So your mother still does that. Doesn't my mother still does that. This is very typical of my mother. If you know, this is not an unusual situation. Um, but we had never been before, and she literally got on the phone to Disney that day and booked a trip, and off we went. Um, and we stayed at what is now Saratoga Springs, but way back then was like the Disney Village, or I forget what it was called. But um, so we stayed in, we stayed there, and I just remember it being wall to wall people because it was the week between Christmas and New Year's, you know. Right. But I loved it. It was great and it was spontaneous and it was, you know, all of those, all of those wonderful things. So this would have been 1985, okay. 85, 86, somewhere in there. So, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Um, okay. And did you just go to, so Epcot was open then. Did you go to Epcot? Or I just don't Magic remember Kingdom? going to Epcot. I only remember going to the Magic Kingdom, but I, I feel like we, we must have done Epcot, um, but it, it doesn't, for whatever reason, the only thing that sticks out in my in my mind is is Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, on my first visit, we Epcot was technically open, but we didn't go there. So yeah. I always I always wonder that for people. I'm almost sure that we did, but I don't, I you know, I was yeah. in sixth grade. It wasn't really, you know. And it was only, it had only been open at that point for a few years. So it wasn't what it is now. I don't even know right. if there was a World Showcase at that point. I don't remember. So. Yeah. All right. So, what was your first Disney movie? The first one I remember seeing in a theater is was they must have re-released um, Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> and those stupid Siamese cats scared the crap out of me. Yeah, which sure. Is funny considering that I now own five cats and one dog. <laughs> But, you know, that's the first one I remember seeing in the theaters. The other one that I remember seeing, and I don't think it was in a theater. I think it might have been on TV maybe, or couldn't have been video. I would have been too little for video because I'm that old, um, was The Rescuers. That's the other one I really oh, I love that movie. I love The Rescuers. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie and so the, much. And the music in that movie is so beautiful and haunting. And um, that's what I really remember 
the, yeah. the best, just the music from the rescuers. Yeah, this this the rescuers has one of the scariest villains. I think that woman is that terrible. movie is scary. Yeah, like it's really scary. <laughs> that yeah. child gets puts in some very unsafe situations. <laughs> it's very um, concerning. Yeah, when when we did the interview with me, I talked about that. Um, children's movie thing that where we we went to the school and watched the movies on the mm-hmm. the rescuers was one of the ones we watched so. okay yep yeah um okay what this is this one's so hard what is your favorite <laughs> disney memory this one was really hard um and if you ask me 20 minutes from now i might give you a different answer so i'm i'm just going with what I have in in this particular moment. And it's um, the trip that I took with my son. It was a mother-son trip. It was just the two of us. He was probably about 10, nine or 10. Um, and it was one of the only trips we've ever taken, just the two of us. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. And it was a really important experience, I think, because it was sort of the first time where, you know, he was 10 I couldn't go into the men's room with him and my husband wasn't with him and I I like there were times when he had to be out of my sight um and it was just a really big growing experience for both of us you know him because he got to do all these sort of you know big kid things and me because I had to let him (laughs) which is terrifying um but the number one favorite memory is he wanted to go we were staying in Port Orleans Riverside and he wanted to go to the food court by himself. Now we were in a preferred room, so it wasn't that far away. And but I was nervous, like, because it's kind of windy paths. Yeah. And was he going to be able to find the room again? And was he, you know, and this was before he had an iPhone, so it wasn't like I could like track him on the Find My iPhone app or anything. Like, not that I do that ever. Because <laughs> uh, that would be intrusive um all the time. Uh, but you know, I had to just I, you know, I said, okay, buddy, you know, go for it. And it took everything in me to not follow him secretly to the food court. So I called my husband and he talked me through it and, and he came, you know, Ryan came back triumphant with his, you know, chicken tenders and, and soda. And it was just, it, it, it's not specifically a Disney memory. It's just a, a mom memory, but it took place at Disney. So it counts. I love it. That's a, that's great. There, he's growing up so fast. Well, and right now he's like learning how to drive a car. So it's there's there's a lot more moments like that where yeah. I have to just sort of bite my lip and let him go and pray yeah. for the best coming. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first, that was the first of what is going to be many over the next yeah. few years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this all these hard hitting questions. This is a hard one. If you had to pick only one Disney destination for the rest of your life between all the parks, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland Paris, Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong, or ABD, which would it be and why? God, who came up with these questions? <laughs> you did. I did. It's because I thought I wasn't going to be answering them. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I think Heather picked ABD, right? And you picked Walt Disney World. No, I picked uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh-huh. Okay, that's right. I, I mean, this is again. I could change my mind at any point. That's like you're just you're it, you know. That's just it. All right, but I'm gonna go with Disney Cruise Line. Okay. Yeah, it's sure. cruising is my favorite way to travel. Um, it's I love a sea day, but I also love the ability to see lots of different places and only unpack one time. Cause we all know that I have a thing about packing and unpacking. Um, so 
Also, Disney Cruise Line stops in Walt Disney World, so I'm going to sort of loophole that so I could still go to Walt Disney World, even on my Disney Cruise. Um, I could, or if you, in the summers, you could go to Disneyland Paris. Exactly, if I sort of like tack it on to a, like a Barcelona sailing or something. So, And you can add ABDs onto your Disney Cruise Line, so I'm, I'm using the loophole that I created, and I'm... I'm choosing Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> you, even, you love Disney Cruise Line so much. You even wrote a blog post last week about why it's I've, better. I've, why it's better than Disney World for families. So I do. I think I think a Disney Cruise Line vacation is a better overall family vacation than a trip to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm, that's right. That's it. Yes, right. Well, that I mean that was timely because that was just last week. So. Yep. There Not you go. even planned. Um, all right. All right. I know the answer to this, but <laughs> quick, quick answer: Mickey Bar or Dole Whip? People are yelling at the t- like at their radio or whatever they're listening to us on right now. Everybody knows the answer to this. Mickey Bar. That's the only Mickey right Bar. That's the only right answer. Only correct answer. Um, and we did not eat a Mickey Bar uh, when we were just did that happen? Because we were so full eating everything we ate else. Everything else. Yeah. We did not. We hardly snacked at all because we ate so much Mickey at meals, balls. but we yeah. were always hungry. So. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, we and I have some in my freezer right now. Yeah, they're not the same. They're not, but they're, sh- I mean, they're close enough for government work, you yeah. know? I mean. All right. Um, yeah, I agree. Mickey Bar all the way. So, okay. Favorite other Disney snack? <laughs> I bet you know the answer to this one, too, because I bought three of them to bring home with me from yeah. Disneyland, and they're all gone. Yes, yeah. they are. It's the freshly made Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can get them at Main Street Confectionery um, or the Candy Company or there's a couple different places. Um, I bought mine at Marceline's in Disneyland last week, and they were so fresh. They were, like, squishy. I mean, oh, they're so delicious, and I love all the different varieties that you can get. You can get Mickey ones and mini ones and M&M ones and all kinds. Like, there's just so many, and they're they're my favorite. They're really good. And do yourselves a favor. If you're going to go, if you're going to get a Rice Krispie Treat at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, get them fresh from the bakeries. Do not, not get the prepackaged. prepackaged no. Mm-mm. No. I mean, if it is wrapped in a sealed plastic package, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to give them away to somebody you don't like as much, I guess. But. Sure. Yeah. You're bringing them home for souvenirs or something. That's fine. But for yeah. yourself. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Get the fresh ones. Get the but, fresh ones. Yeah. Good tip. Um, all right. Last question. Who is your favorite character to meet? Oh my God. <sighs> we met a new one. last. I week. know. Well, and I think that might be it actually. So, all right. I'm going to make this kind of a bit of a two-parter and I'm going to add in where is your favorite place to meet characters because my new favorite place to meet characters is Disneyland because they're everywhere and they're like roaming the parks. Like we kept tripping over characters at Disneyland, like just walking around, which is so incredible to me um, because at Walt Disney World, it's so planned and so formal. And every once in a while, you'll see a character sort of moving from one place to the other, but they're usually in a hurry and they've usually got their handler or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were walking through Disneyland the other day and I turned around and here comes Merida coming right up behind me. She's got some kid by the hand. And it was so cute. Just holding this little girl's hand. And they were, I don't even know where they were going. They were just sort of wandering the parks and she chatted with me and, you know, Charlotte was like, Sarah, 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 you know, and I turned around and, you know, had a couple words with Merida and, you know, she was, on her way somewhere. So we didn't, it wasn't a long exchange, but it was such a completely natural 
exchange. Uh-huh. Like it didn't feel sort of stilted or awkward or, you know, she was completely in character and she had the accent and everything. And um, so that's, I think, I think she's going straight to the top of my list of favorite characters to me. Yeah. It was a really cool interaction. And uh, Sarah said, that's the first time I've met her. And I said, me too, because we don't want to stand in line for, I mean, Nora will stand in line for characters um, every once in a while, but for the most part, I don't stand in line for characters, you know? Right. So yeah. Um, Ryan will only do it under great duress at yeah. this age. Yeah. yeah. I made him do Anna and Elsa last year. And it's that if I'm answering for Ryan, if I, if, if the, if the question is what's your favorite character to meet with your teenage son, <laughs> Anna and Elsa go straight to the top of the list. Cause I made him do it last year and it was classic. He nice. was so miserable and they could tell and they were so good with him and they were trying so hard to get him to crack a smile and he did uh-huh. eventually he couldn't resist yeah. two pretty girls like you know basically flirting with him to get him to crack a smile it was fantastic <laughs> next time you ought to get make him eat rapunzel because i bet she would do that too Ooh, I bet. playing and stuff yeah. um yeah well now that nora has seen brave maybe she would want to meet merida but i, yeah. I mean that was my uh, the same our first uh, interaction with merida so yeah it was fun and- it was so fun, wasn't yeah. it? I love yeah. how Disneyland handles the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I, so I would, much more casual than Walt Disney World. Yeah, it's the same with other parks around the world, too. Uh, I noticed in Paris and Tokyo that they're a lot more casual. It's harder yeah. to get a photo with them that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. but it's just more fun, I think. We met Abu in um, Tokyo, and it was just I mean, he was just walking around. That's an unusual yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. That's a good one. All right. Well, besides Merida, what's your favorite? Let's do a second favorite. Belle. Okay. Belle. She's my, she's my favorite princess, you know, so I, I love, you know, I love a princess who loves to read. So she's always going to be my favorite. Um, Although high marks to the Tinkerbell meet and greet at Walt Disney World. Um, I don't know if it even still exists where you go in and she's, you know, like the, the teacups and everything are, um, it's, it's different. Like shrunk now it's down. Dead. Yeah, it's different now. It's at um, Town Hall with Mickey, or it's okay. not with Mickey. It's a completely separate area. And so you are shrunk down, but it's not the same Pixie Hollow type thing. Oh, okay. okay. It's at Disneyland, I believe. But okay. um, yeah. yeah, but she was a fun one too. So, yeah. but yeah. Belle is my forever, Belle is my forever <laughs> favorite princess. So, yeah. I'm a little bit mad at Disney right now because we were watching TV the other day and I saw some commercials and they've got some of the princesses from Wreck It Ralph 2. And they've got Belle and, oh gosh, now I don't even remember the other two. But Belle is, oh, they've got Tiana and one more. But Belle is with a book and she's wearing glasses. And I'm like, why? Just because she likes to read is, did they give this character glasses? Such a stereotype. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, I was a little bit mad about that. But yeah. they're, but they're, it's in their relaxed wear. It's really cute. They're probably books. just trying to make her a little more hipster or something. Yeah, probably. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Just because she... Reads doesn't mean that she has to have glasses. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else you want people to know about you? No, I think they, <laughs> I think they know pretty much probably more than they need to. <laughs> One thing uh, about all three of us is you ask us anything and we will tell you. We will tell you straight up. Yeah, our, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to. I think all of us are pretty much a real open book none of us really say anything um out of the ordinary or anything like that yeah maybe it is out of the ordinary but we're honest and yeah you want to know what we think about something just ask yeah yeah (laughs) so um all right well thank you so much everybody for listening and um like we said earlier you can follow along on instagram or facebook at Diz park princess and we are also on pinterest 
um, Disney Park Princess. And then we are on Patreon, and we are so excited. We got several new subscribers this yes. week. Yes. And-, and you know why, right? Because last week's Patreon extra was Heather ranting and raving. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, we had a whole bunch of new Patreon subscribers. Yep, which exactly. Racked me up. It's fantastic. So we promise more Heather rants in yeah. the future. And it's possible that you might catch a Sharla or a Sarah rant. They don't happen as often, yeah. um, but they do happen. <laughs> Well, um, you won't hear a Heather rant this week because she's not here. But um, this week we're on a, the Patreon extra. We're going to, Sarah and I are going to Walt Disney World three weeks from today. I can't believe we're so soon after so quick. we just got I home. know. And yeah. we're going to talk about our very quick, basically forty hour, forty eight hour trip, and what we're going to do in those forty eight hours. And we're just going to talk about some plans um, for that. So if you would like to listen to that and you are not already a Patreon subscriber, you can subscribe at the um, as little as, what, $2 or $1. Yeah. Um, and if you're at the $10 or more per month, we give you an extra bonus um, every email every month. But yep. the- that just went out this morning, actually. So if you're a VIP member, check your email. It went out. And it's a good one. It's a good tip <laughs> this month. And yeah, so, but but the extras for the podcast are for anyone who um, supports us on Patreon at all. And we really, really appreciate it. Um, so you can do that at patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And I think that's it for this week. So, ne- oh, next week is episode 50. How is that possible? I, I, I know. So it's one year ago this week that we launched our podcast and uh, website and everything. So we are so excited. I know. I was laughing at Charlotte this week because she texted and she was like, happy anniversary. And I was like, thanks. Why? And she's <laughs> like, because our website launched on September 1st. And I was like, no, it, it didn't. It was September 5th. But thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm still going to think of it as first week of September. So that's, it counts. Um, it counts. Yeah, it counts. So, um, yeah, so n- next week is episode 50. So all three of us will be here, unless Heather just decides not to come home, which is a possibility. Um, but we are going to do another giveaway next week. And we have a lovely Dunium Bork wristlet that uh, we're going to give away. So this is a very nice one. And we'll try to post a picture of that so you can yeah, see what we're doing. But um, we are going to do it as a giveaway for our 50th episode, and we're going to give it to our newsletter subscribers. And if you are not subscribed to our newsletter, well, do it. Go to (laughs) DisneyParkPrincess.com, and on the right-hand side, there's a um, space that says subscribe here. So you just enter your email address, and you will get... One email a week from us. That's pretty much it right now. So nothing. Yeah, we're not, we're not, no, not trying to spam you. We send no. out one email a week. Occasionally, if something super exciting is going on, you might get a second email in a week. Yeah. But really, just weekly emails. Yeah. So we're going to uh, draw a winner of this Dunia Bork wristlet from the uh, mailing list this week. Yep. So, And this is a brand new uh, Northern European Disney Cruise Line uh, Dunia Bork wristlet. Tags still on it. Brand, Ooh. brand, brand new. So. So that should be exciting for one lucky listener or one lucky subscriber. So right. we will <laughs> announce that next week. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Bye.